Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. The world around us is smart. We think your education should be smart, too. With the FlexPath learning format from Capella University, you can set your own deadlines and leverage your experience to move forward at your pace. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Capella University. Don't just learn. Learn smarter. And we were turning him over to a younger generation. So when you saw me with the throwback jerseys on and it got real hip-hop, I, I, I was the front man. It, it, it attracted a younger generation and a younger crowd, and we moved from there. Chris is the most anonymous because he put up his money, he covered the door, and, you know, he just didn't want to be seen on camera. Shabazz had a very distinct voice, so you could, you know, picture his his presence so, you know, shout out to Chris Kil- uh, uh, Wilmore, who we call Christ, the cool herc this, you know, paradigm. And then as it shifted into, um, you know, the Internet and social media, it's like opening Pandora's box for a lot of people who weren't ready for this level of information right. and this level of consciousness. So we had to deal with uh, scrutiny. You had to deal with trolls. You had to deal with agents who could remain anonymous, steering people off. You had to deal with people pitting this one against that one. So there were other levels to it that had nothing to do with eye-opener. Eye-opener maintained a certain level Mm -hmm. of excellence that just dealt with getting information to the people. And the main reason, we weren't in it for money. So we had a pure intent to make sure people got information, to make sure the ones who wanted the information got that information so... Chris Wilmore, I love you, bro. I'm glad you're home. I know your fight is still going on to be expected, but breathe and appreciate what breath is. You know what I'm saying? We spoke, you get uh, a few days without water, you know, a few days without food, but try breathing for about five minutes (laughs) and tell me how that worked out for you. So what we're seeing going on is people are afraid to breathe. to breathe. Yeah, afraid right? of air, afraid if to go outside. If you're in your car by yourself and you have on a mask, that means you are afraid to breathe. Like you don't trust the air in your own car. And like I saw that meme that said, if it's like uh, being driving in your car with a face mask on. It's like being at home by yourself with a condom on. And I thought it made great sense. Yeah. Like who are you afraid of with just you? So even if you're wearing your mask and you are outdoors, you still need to take that thing off and breathe, right? Right. And so these are the things we do subconsciously. These are the things that we take for granted. Thank you for the donations. And uh, thank you for, thank you to G-Rock and people was- Freddie uh, P, yeah, we thank you for dropping some bread. Yes, yes. Right? So we have taken a lot of things for granted. Yes. A lot of things. And breathing is one of them. Like the the number one thing, because me and my friends, we had a debate. It wasn't a real debate. I kind of started it. Do the knowledge radio. Peace to the God. Thank you, man. Born Allah. We had a debate today because my man, he put up a video on Instagram. And he was just walking down the street talking into his phone without a mask on. And one of my other friends was like, yo, you got to put a mask on. And I'm like, 
And I have, you know, I didn't see anybody around him. I didn't see anybody. So I'm just like, is he not supposed to breathe anymore? Right. Right. Like, if he's at home, you know what I'm saying? If, if It's different if you amongst people. We get that. Yeah, if you're going shopping and you're on a train, cool. Yeah. Take but all if, precautions. But the, the earth, you can't tell me the earth is contaminated. Right. Tell me people are contaminated right. or people may have. But when you outside by yourself, if you don't breathe, you in trouble. Yeah. And and what do you think is in your house? You don't think the air in your house is being circulated or coming through the vents? What happens when it gets hot? You're not going to put your air conditioner on? Right. So don't become a prisoner yeah. of the moment. I am not suggesting that something ain't going around attacking people's lungs. We already know it is. But the world is so huge. You got to get some fresh air into your lungs at some point. But again, if people are around and we always like to give our condolences to those who have lost family members. For sure. Oh, sure. Oh, Fred the Godson passed away. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. I want to give him, I want to pay his improper homage before tonight is over. So everyone who has lost somebody, we want to send you our condolences. Everybody who was on a ventilator my man Will, who I grew up with, he made it home. You have a newfound respect for breathing. Mm-hmm. If you don't, you have missed that whole purpose. And for me, personally, as I always have been telling you, for me, the dialysis machine for the last 15 years was synonymous with my ventilator because it gave me an opportunity to breathe from one day to the next. So I have already been in fight or flight mode. And that's why I told you I reduced everything in my life to the only thing that's important. So people want to know, damn, that how you doing it? You know what I'm saying? You're making it look easy. It is not easy. Bear with me. There's something in my eye. Um, it is not easy. But when you reduce the stress of everything exterior, it becomes easier because the only thing that matters is the people who are in front of me, next to me, my family members, my A1 from day ones and those I travel with. That is it. I don't stress with nobody. You never see me in any YouTube beefs. You never see none of that because I really don't care what you think about me. What you think about me is correct, meaning your own perception. If you think I'm selfish, I'm obnoxious, I'm arrogant. All of that. I'm all of that to you. That's great. That. If you think I'm a good brother, <laughs> I'm positive, I'm stand up, I'm spiritual, I'm all of that. I don't waste any energy with what you think about me because I have been given the opportunity to breathe. <laughs> you know what I mean? So when my feet hit the ground in the morning, I take a deep breath. I thank the ancestors for the opportunity to do what, Malcolm? Breathe. Breathe. And then I set my checklist. I want to piss my daughter off. That's the first thing. So I want to hug her to death and kiss her. And I always uh, pronounce her boyfriend's name wrong on purpose. He's Jerry. He's John. He's Axel. He's George. Because I know that that bothers her. You know, that's, that's my first checklist. And then I go in and see Eli, who's dealing with his own issues. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he can't physically get around. But you know what he can do? He can breathe. Right. Right. So, and he has an amazing sense of humor. And and the only person in my way is my wife. So I got to try out new material. 
And once Elon starts laughing, that opens the floodgates. I'm pulling up my list. I'm going through new material on wifey. You know what I mean? Just to get him to laugh and breathe. It's the little things. Somebody said it. Yeah. It's the little things, right? Little things. Yes. Then with you prior to the last six months, you know, it was all about getting better at what you're doing. Business. I want to be better. I want to be strong. I want to run this company. Now our conversation has shifted to parenthood. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because inside the tummy, little man is going to be breathing soon, right? When he hits, that's the first thing they do when they cut that umbilical, right? He's, ah, yeah. And then he breathes. Yeah. Right? Yep. So that's my conversation with you. My older son is raising his own family. Uh, you know what I'm saying? He, he's showing what manhood and responsibility is all about, right? Yep. And then there's my wife. She is the architect of everything you see, right? Everything in the physical you see right here, she makes this happen. I am a dreamer, and I'll be in my head movies dreaming about stuff, and a dream is one thing. She puts these things in motion. Every mic, every chord, every book, every album, she's the architect of it. And I know that she got a few dollars hiding somewhere. <laughs> I just know this, right? So my goal is to show her why this mic is important, yeah. even though we had another mic. And she will make it happen. If she doesn't, it's not because she didn't want to. It just couldn't happen. Yeah. But that is rare. This is my superwoman. This is who I rely on. And she has her own visions. Graphics designer, artist. So I'm behind her 110%. You know what I mean? So these are the people, of course, nieces, nephews, sisters. But these are the people who give me purpose to breathe. So, so I want to run this uh, exercise real quick. Okay. I want everybody to inhale at the count of three all the things that are important to you and exhale the things that are irrelevant. Right? One, two, three. <sighs> breathe. Okay. Now let's start the show. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. That was dope. Appreciate it. You know, was, just wanted dope. to, uh, you know, I never want to take anything for granted. That was dope. Anything. If I shook your hand, if I text you, if I called you, it is extremely important to me. But breathing, man. Yeah. So now, you know, the government's trying to take away that ability. Yeah. You need permission to breathe. Yeah. And then if we get to that point, we are in serious serious trouble you know so, what i mean for the people who are listening right now you know yes in your cars yes you know just in your house if you're just listening yes if you understood what we had to go through to put this live show on tonight ooh, ooh, you know what i'm saying but listen we're here we here. It's not perfect. It's not perfect, but the people wanted it. We here, and y'all ain't got nowhere to go anyway. Yeah, so y'all got no choice but to be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be really? here with us. We are here with you. We really look forward to this. Yeah, definitely. We appreciate. It. That's why I get so down when we can't yes. really put on a perfect show for you guys. Right, right. Like I really like it. Really like messes with me. But we're here, and let's talk about some stuff, B. Yeah, let's get this thing uh, cooking. All right, so. Uh, a few states around the country have decided to reopen the business, uh, loosen um, social distancing laws okay, and okay. things like that. And a lot of people, first, there have been protests around the country as well. Yes. 
the the uh, the the uh, patriots, so called or militant patriots. So there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, controversy around that. We, well, let's let's peel it back. Okay, let's peel it back. Somebody did some research and realized that the website for the website and the groups for a lot of these protests around the country were all started around like at the exact same time. Oh, that's weird. So they're saying so a lot. So the the guy was saying that uh, these are staged. It could be. Yeah. Stage protests that are trying to rile up and try to, uh, you know, make it seem like more people, like there's more unrest happening than there is. Perception. Yes. Perception. And then if the media zooms in on it, it looks like it's bigger than it is. And it's probably a small group mixed with crisis actors. Right. And all of these things. Sure. Sure. But I was, I, I always thought it was interesting because the way they handle, uh, People in so-called militias and very black people—they very just different. had like fifty black people in handcuffs in Brooklyn the other day for a barbershop party. Right, that was in happening. handcuffs. In handcuffs, and they was having a barbershop party. But how did they operate with the real estate crew? Nothing. They was just out there like act uh, like they ain't see them. Act like they ain't see them. So we do, and there is a portion of white people. Who know their rights, their First Amendment rights, and this and that, and they're standing out there with with guns. You know what I mean? Yeah. And somebody said on Twitter, like, okay, you you're afraid of a black person with a wallet, but you have a white person with a full on M16 rifle. Absolutely. And this is why the um the Black Panthers were extremely dangerous. Yeah. Because they were standing there uh, with guns, First yeah. Amendment rights, Second Amendment, whichever amendment that is. You know what I'm saying? The right to bear arms. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so they had to be eliminated. They had to be, uh, you know, t- uh, taken apart. So, but my point is, there is a segment of white people. Because I saw Farrell put up a meme, and it pissed a lot oh of people gosh. off. Yo, people were on Twitter going off on him. Now, now, it went over most people's heads. Because he was saying it, it showed a militia or a patriot with a brother saying, uh, let's drain the swamp. Well, it said drain the swamp, and then it said, like, I got your back. Right. So people didn't see the drain the swamp thing, because that's going to... That goes over a lot of people's that heads. That goes over a lot of people's heads. The drain the swamp thing. Um, But the... I got your back, brother, because so, it was like, oh, I knew he was all lives matter. I knew he would, you know... No, no, that's not the way I took it. I took it at... Go ahead. Well, I t- well if you if you watch what he when he actually said it, he said, yo, once this is over, once we get... Do this, then we'll get back to fighting each other. Like, he and, literally said that. And that's literally how I took it. <coughs> uh-oh. Corona. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That's literally <laughs> how I took it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I took it as there comes a point when all of our so-called freedoms. Mm-hmm. Because one thing I told you a long time ago, white people don't like each other. But they're willing to join forces to keep their foot on our neck. Right. So they have a unified front. For that agenda, right. the only way we can make it through here, everybody who is oppressed has to join forces in some degree. Gotcha. Because this government is going to put all of us on some kind of lockdown. Yeah. Right? We on lockdown now inside of our houses under the guise of stay home. Yeah. Right? So with that being said, I understand the long game. This is chess, not checkers. Yeah. If it's checkers, I need to stay beefing with you as a distraction. And then we all find ourselves in in, 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 in camps or something like that right. or, or vaccinated beyond our will. So you got guns and I know y'all know how to use y'all guns because y'all practice. We got guns. We good too because we kill each other. <laughs> so we got practice too. 
We need to all aim our energy at the people at the the one percent who are doing all of this. Yeah. Right. Then once that's done, I have no problem getting back and opening up a can of whip ass on you because those are different issues altogether. So it was advanced thinking on his part, but when you in your emotion and your only enemy is the white man, as you see, which is propaganda and to then, a lot of degree. And then if you want to, if you want to take it to another level, if say, okay, say if yeah, uh, John G we know. So we decided to do the show anyway. We know there's a lag and uh, we're going to repost the show when it's uh, after tonight in case you want to watch it. Free ball, free world boss. Thank, thank you, you so thank much. You, man. So if you want to even take it to like another level, right, of thinking, if the government is the overall enemy, right, and we understand the white supremacy is run from the top. So if you're working with us to take down that, you your power structure is absolutely null, null and void. Null Not and there. void because... It's, it's not much about as much about racism as you think it's, it is. Exactly. It's classism. Yes. Right? If you got money, you belong to a certain group. Yes, that's what, yeah. Racism is what keeps the bottom feeders, the masses fighting each other and distracted. Yeah. Once you realize that, and that, and please do not say Black Dot is saying racism does not exist. It is real. But I'm simply saying there are always levels to what we're going through. Us at the bottom of the pyramid are continuing to fight each other and we never get to the real enemy. Mm. You know what I mean? They just keep dropping little bombs down on us. So when we realize that we all have a common enemy, whether you white, black, Chinese, this and that, and it's elitism, well, we're going to get to the Chinese in a few too. But remember, the bottom feeders are going through the same thing we're going through. They're in their country right now Putting on, putting in work because they want freedom as well. True. So you know, if you think you True. have freedom in this country, look at everything you have to pay for. Then you tell me if you're free. You got to pay to drive. You got to pay to get married. You got to pay to go to the doctor. Hell, you got to pay to die. You got to pay for a house you own. You got to pay for a house you own. Think so, about it. so <laughs> when you think about all the things you have to pay for, and you think you're free, just kind of let that roll around in your head. Movies, a few. Right, you know what I'm saying. So that's how that goes down, and uh, so uh, the uh, governor of Nevada wants to open up the casinos in Las Vegas and not enforce any social distancing laws. And she said that that's going to be her her state's uh, um, experiment. Like they're they're going to be the control to see if social distancing even actually works. Because, and, and I'm not being insensitive when I say this, right? Um, more people, and I think you'll agree, die by the flu every year than the numbers have, have been showing from coronavirus. But never has the people on the news who you trust so much have told you, put on the mask because you might catch the flu. You just go, all right, well, you know, my immune system is strong. If I get the flu, I might be down for a few days if I'm strong enough, I can beat it. The only people who truly ever die from the flu mm-hmm. is elderly people, people who have respiratory issues yes. or other underlining issues. That's just the flu. And it's very similar with COVID. Now, that doesn't mean healthy people, because this is some new strand of stuff. 
I, you know, I know people who don't drink, don't smoke, don't do none of that, and still came down with the coronavirus. Right. So that's the anomaly aspect of it, and I don't want to dismiss that. That's not what I'm saying. But when the numbers say 45,000 people or whatever die every year from the flu, and that's how many people who have died or around the time for corona, we understand that the numbers are very similar. What I need my researchers to do is tell me, have the numbers from the flu went down this year this year yeah and the numbers of the covid went up because we know beyond a shadow of a doubt there's enough research out there now that says they're claiming everything yeah on coronavirus right if you come in and you didn't have it you got it if you got any kind of breathing issues it's corona so that means they're doctoring numbers and that's the thing that concerns me not the people who are in the struggle fighting you know what I mean? I'm talking about why are they doing this with these numbers. Is there an agenda that they're pushing? Right. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, uh, Florida, some Florida beaches open in Jacksonville, Florida. Right. And people couldn't wait to get out there. Listen, people, let me, let me tell you, the weather hasn't been great in New York. Yeah. The first 75 degree day, <laughs> yeah. all bets is off. Yeah. All bets is off. Yeah, I think that's the only reason, man, like, because there's no, it's really nowhere to go right now. Right. But when minute, this thing, yeah. I'm, I'm telling yeah. you, I know black folk, I know black folk well. Bro, I, I, listen, um, if you go down some parts of New York, downtown, everybody's out, like, Nothing's really because, happening. And, and this is a new thing for white people. You know what I'm saying? In general, they expect us to be subjected to these kind of... They're in their house, too. they like, I am no different than so-and-so. I have $5 million, and this guy is waiting for a stimulus check, but we are in the same boat. And, and, and that's a, a, a blessing in disguise because it helps you realize that all the money in the world at this present time, unless you own... Uh, uh, underground bunker, your money got to be good oh, yeah. to own an underground bunker where they're going to send the elite elite, where they got cities and buses mm. and restaurants and stores all underground. Stuff that go from here to China, all underground that me and you know nothing about. Yeah, besides besides them, the rest of us on the surface, the surface dwellers, uh, we are all in the same boat. So, um, But white people are going to go, God damn it, I'm tired of this, John. I got a job. I saw. I saw. Um, somebody was protesting. I feel like it was fake, though. I feel like that was like staged. Somebody was saying like, "Oh, uh, my body, my choice." Like with the mask. Like, yeah, I choose the way. Yeah, that's yeah. Because you got to remember, there are gonna be a lot of. Uh, yeah, and, and let's not forget the Democrat stuff. You know, uh, uh, trying to get Trump out. They they they'll fluff some stuff up. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's a war happening between. Yes. Okay, obviously Democrats, Republicans. Then there's uh, factions within each of those two parties, right? Then right. There's CNN and Fox. Right. Then there's the me the media as a whole versus Trump. Right. Then there's Trump versus Fauci. Then there's uh, in in New York uh, Cuomo versus De Blasio. Absolutely, absolutely. Everybody has their own agenda. Everyone has their own agenda going on, and this <coughs> this is an election year, and in yes. this election year. All bets is off. They're trying to... Census is happening. Right. Oh, the census... A, a lot of stuff happening. It's bro. a lot of stuff happening all at the same time. So we have to not get caught into that. Yes. We, can, we have to not allow fears to get us... Because I'm ready to go outside besides off my terrace and breathe fresh air. I'm ready to go out 
and continue my life. Now, with that being said, I do recognize in crowded places, you heighten that ability, but I should be able to go for a jog. And if there's nobody around, because if that is the case, that means nobody, all the air around the world is contaminated. That's what that means. And I refuse to believe that. Common sense tells me the air... The earth is so humongous, space-time is so mass that they wouldn't a, 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 an opportunity to breathe fresh air be there? Because if not, we're all screwed. The ground zero to me, and, and I'm not being insensitive, but I have to say this because we got to start putting two and two <clears> together. <throat> the hospitals is ground zero. Every other nurse or doctor or healthcare worker or janitor or whatever should be coming down with goddamn coronavirus. I don't care what kind of mask you have unless you are so insulated into a suit that you're not breathing a peck because a peck of that air as opposed to the air outside should contaminate you. If you listen to what they're saying, right. the shit can live on the glove, mm -hmm. shit can live on, and we don't have enough equipment. And then we're cross-contaminating this. And we're cross-contaminating yeah. this. That means they should be dragging all of the nurses or most of them. And before you at me, I want you to think about that. So what's going to, so what, what happens is at this point, it, it's a race between time and how much and how quick, I guess the, collective consciousness of the people will match up. Right, right. The synchronicity yes, of that. Yes, Because right Absolutely. now it's here and everybody's just kind of slowly but surely. Slowly, but the fear level is yeah. still greater. Yes, people are very, very scared. And, and people are so scared that um, I think a lot of people you, you respect are going to be willing to give up their... Um, their so-called freedoms. Their, their freedoms to, to to just feel some sort of safety again. And, and what's going to make them feel safe is vaccinations. Yes. Right? We keep coming around back to that. Because the only way you can feel... Now, again, more people die from the flu, but the flu shot for you is a choice. Unless you work in the medical field mm -hmm. and this and that. You can choose to get a flu shot. I haven't had one in 20 years. I go, nope, I think I'm going to take my chances <laughs> without you giving me the flu and telling me, figure it out, and then I won't get the flu. You understand my yeah. point? But that's a personal choice I make. If that personal choice is no longer there, and they say you have to take this uh, new virus uh, vaccine that they're coming up with, then, then we have a problem. Yes? Yeah, I agree. But that's what we're heading to if you listen to mainstream media. Yes. And I had people tell me, how do I know what's going on if I don't watch the news? I never said I don't watch the news. I don't watch mainstream news. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Because that's the poisoning of, you know, and that's the true lowering of my immune system. And then um, I feel like uh, what you have to notice as well, too, like when you're watching uh, these celebrity doctors, when they want to get on TV, when you're watching these... Um, uh, you know, news correspondence. You have to realize that human nature. Chris Davis, wind makes it airborne, but airborne like up or just airborne, and it never rises and it's So you know, go ahead. Yeah, you know, so I'm saying like a lot of these people, they get paid off of fear. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes it's just like it, it, it like it'll never end if you if you right you don't turn it off. Fauci, uh, we might be like this for the rest of our lives. We might not ever. Right. Now, that's inception, right? We speak a lot about that on this show. They'll plant ideas in your head that germinate until it becomes the reality that they're after. So we have to be very, 
when you realize how many people work for the CIA that are on CNN and Fox, it will literally blow your mind. And then we've showed, and I'm pretty sure if you go to YouTube, you can see all of these newscasters all reading from the same script. What does that do around the country? That it's a very powerful tool to get all people lined up with the same agenda. Yes. I am not suggesting Corona is not real. Some people are. It's not what I'm saying. Something is going on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You can call it Corona, baloney. I don't give a shit what you call it. Heineken. Something. You can call it Heineken, <laughs> Corona, uh, a cause light. I don't give a shit what you call it. There is something, a bioweapon or something that is attacking lungs of individuals or certain if you work in, in a, a corrections facility or if you're in a hospital or bus and it's a crowded area, you increase the opportunity or the chance of inhaling somebody else's exhale, mm -hmm. right? You inhaling somebody's right. exhale. Now, that's a problem. Well, when we talked about the social distance, the six feet, so is that six feet? All around me? Is that six right. feet in front and or back? If, if I'm breathing in that six feet and, and then I, I move up, what happens to and the then next the, person? And then like comes? a person said, the wind blows. And right. Then... How does that work? So we once we got to start getting right, if you're at the post office, same thing. They want six feet and I deliver my package and now you come up to the glass. <laughs> in the with, same six feet. In the same six feet. Yeah. Are you now inhaling? No, but I got my mask on. Okay. Well, you know, that works, I guess, to a certain degree. But this thing goes through the mask that most people are wearing. And if you ain't got the N95 and, and, on... That's, and that's another thing, too, because, like, uh, apparently Cuomo is just telling people, yo, you just need a face cover on. Right. Then he said, you just need a bandana. Uh, so if that's, if that's the case, right? So it's not really about keeping everybody safe because that can get through cloth. It's really just about... People feeling fe safe. Yes, yes, yes. It's not right? really about... Even yeah. when I go out, I put it on because I don't want to create fear for you, not necessarily right, for me. Right, right, And that's a courtesy thing. Yeah, I do that, you know, like I do that to another another example. I do that with um with women. If I'm walking, if it's late at night and I'm walking on the same sidewalk, I'll cross, I'll cross the street to Absolutely. make it feel comfortable. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's just a courtesy. Yeah, yeah. Right? White people used to move in Harlem. They don't move anymore. Oh, no, that's their Because they run that. That's their block. No. Like, I'm not going to move for this from there. Yeah. Right? But... We do that as a courtesy. When I'm in the elevator with somebody old, I might get out the elevator, let them go up, yeah. and then I'll wait for the next one as a courtesy. Right. So now the mask is more of a courtesy. Right. It is not there to protect you. Right. And if you're in your car and you're wearing a mask, you are a goofy. <laughs> All right? Because the only air in there is your air. <laughs> Right? Right? So let's just kind of be clear with this. Yeah. And then we're going to look back at this and we're going to all go, yeah, we was bugging. We were bugging I on hope. certain things. Yeah, I hope. I hope so. Or reality as we know it, young man, yeah. could be over. Mm -hmm. You could be bringing in little baby Bowser and, you know, yeah. he, you got to instruct him on a whole different ball game. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Pampa, you used to just be walking around by yourself with no mask? Yeah, son. It was not too long ago. That's crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we have to understand uh, what's going on and, and how this truly works. We love all of you. And, you know, we, we, we have to look out for each other and come to some common grounds so we don't lose the, the, the uh, at least perceived freedoms that we have. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I heard one doctor even mention 
This is killing off more old people than the coronavirus. Because old people need social. They need to interact. Yes, yes. They need to take a walk. Yes. They need fresh air. They need camaraderie. They need these things to keep them going. And if you know elderly people who live by themselves. They just go to the mall and walk in the morning. That's my point. But, what it, but what it does for them yeah. is it keeps their legs moving. Yeah. It gives them a chance to appreciate the smaller things in life, like being able to breathe. Yeah. Now you have them cooped up in their homes, right? Mm -hmm. With nothing to do, no one to see. That is a problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? So statistics are going to show that loneliness and stress, because what they're doing when you're home more, what do you do? You watch the TV more. Mm -hmm. And the TV is uh, uh, feeding you yeah, I don't understand. unrelenting <clears throat> narrative of craziness. Like that'll literally make you sick, bro. Like, I... Literally. I can't do so it. So I don't want people to get the wrong idea when I was saying, I don't watch the news. I don't watch their news. You know what I mean? I'll go to alternative source of individuals who have no agenda, who are just reporting what they see. And there are 15 different scientists online right now, you can Google them, who are saying... Something ain't right here. Right. I'm a biologist. I've been studying this for 30 years. This makes no sense. Right? You have nurses now coming out and speaking and telling you it ain't what you think it is. You know what I'm saying? So, and if soon we'll have individuals who will, like my, my brother Chris and other individuals who will tell you, because I know one thing, his first eye is laser sharp. So he's going to be able to say, nah, okay, yeah, Doc, this piece is real, but something was going on here and here. We're not going to get to that yet in time, mm -hmm. right? So we have a lot going on, and we're going to breathe. Is it time for a commercial break? Yeah, we're going to uh, go to a commercial break. We go to a commercial break, and we're going to come back with some more heat, Chinese style. <laughs> <laughs> T-shirts for the family I told to, and, uh, 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 and why are you dressed like that, son? Pop, after reading the ISIS papers 37 and a half times, I am woke now. Uh, uh, woke? Son, it, it, it's four in the afternoon, what do you mean woke? I, I've been woke all day trying to get you to get in here and do these shirts for the Urban X family. Uh, Malcolm. Whoa, 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 whoa. Malcolm is my slave name. I am grown by Brother Mustafa Imhotep X squared. You refer to me as Brother Mustafa Imhotep X squared. Uh, you big dummy! I named you Malcolm after the greatest activist of this time. You gotta put one right across your lips. You crazy? Pop, I've been working in this shop by myself. This is worse than working for the white man working with you. Now, now, now son, you know I would help you if I didn't, if I didn't have my arthritis. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So you gotta do the best you can do. I'm not even getting paid. If it wasn't for the donations from the Urban X family, thank you for the twenty dollars. Next time, send forty. Uh, 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 son, 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 who you talking to? Uh, son, who, who's at the door? Oh, God, oh, then it hurt my eyes. I was already having a bad day with this big dummy. Aod, what brings you around today? 
Malcolm Dot to preach the word of Jesus. One thing I have realized, if Jesus don't do it, it just won't get done. I said if Jesus don't do it, it just won't get done. You know, no, no, all this old Jesus stuff is, is, is got me going crazy. I don't listen to none of that crazy stuff. You all heathen, you need Jesus. <laughs> and, and, and you need to get your face lifted or, or your body lowered. You old bug-eyed fool. Who you talking to like that? Come on, Pop. Yeah, 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 you right, you right. I, I, I shouldn't have said that. Now, 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 O.D., I want you to go in the fridge and, and, and get out the cookie dough. For what? So you can slam your face in it and make animal cry. Come on, Pop, you can't talk top movie and clean like that. Yeah, yeah, you right, son. You right. You know what? Tell you what you can do. I'm, give you an Urban X gift card and get you some t-shirts and hats. And, 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 and too bad we ain't got no face mask. Oh, that's it. You old bug-eyed fool. Get you right here. Pop, I'm gonna stop messing with you. I got a hot date tonight. What you gonna take out one of them beautiful African uh, uh, Nubian queens that you've been telling me all about? Maybe. <laughs> oh, mama. This is the big one. I'm coming to join you, mama. I named him Malcolm X in hopes that he would marry Betty Shabazz. Uh, I think he's gonna bring home uh, a Betty Cracker. Oh, this is the big one, baby. This is the big one. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Hope you guys enjoyed that production. Yeah. So for the people who are watching with us right now, we put on a Stanford and Son skit. Yes. Dot and Dotson. Dot and Dotson. Yeah. So listen, here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing. You guys don't really know this, but my dad is a child at heart. I am. Okay? I am. And then this quarantine has just given him opportunity to just do and we have all the technology to do whatever yes. we want yes so he just you know ropes us in to all these things and yeah and, and i and i must say this you and odyssey started pissing me off <laughs> all right like you wasn't getting your lines right and and i started to do all the roles myself yeah okay? yeah that's what he wanted to do i've seen eddie murphy do this that's okay? what he wanted to do so i'm trying to put you guys on to this vision here and uh show some love uh, guys, I'm having an amazing time just doing this stuff with the family. Yeah. Was, uh, you know, funny. you know, we're gonna bring everybody in on it soon at one point or another, <clears throat> and uh, just have a great time. Uh, I hope y'all like that. That Sanford and Son was my favorite growing up. He was like this generation's Martin, or you mm -hmm. know, last generation. Uh, I never missed the episode of Sanford and Son. Uh, so uh, <laughs> you know, we and, and my wife did an amazing job. She edited. For 13 hours straight. Yeah. Thugged it out. So she started like at Thugged 7 at night. She didn't finish the 8 o'clock this morning. 
and a lot of the, you know, this camera, that camera, audio, this, that, syncs, that, angles, this, that. It's a lot of work. And I see why people who do videos get paid as much as they do. Because a four-minute video and take, you know, uh, all day or damn near all week if you add in special effects. So uh, we hope you guys appreciated that. In my head movies, I have some more productions coming. Oh, that's going to challenge your ability to keep up. I'm getting ready to create separation with <laughs> my ability to get in character. You see? So, you know, start studying your role. Oh, gosh. That's all I'm going to say about that. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Don't what? You bet oh, no, not. You, oh, bet, you, no. bet, you bet not. I'm never putting on a dress, not even in a home movie. Feel me? I, I let Odyssey uh, do my eyebrows one time when she was three. And that's every dad gets that, that little one pass right there. But that'll be as far as it go. No dresses for that. She wanted to know, was that a real belly? Uh, no, that was... Uh, <laughs> this is the real belly. This will be, be debuting soon in another uh, joint we got. But no, that was my wifey, uh, you know, hooked me up with pillows and yeah. towels and, you know. Trying, I was trying to get to walk down, get talked down, you know, all that kind of stuff. And um, I had an amazing time doing that. And uh, we we're gonna keep those coming for y'all. That's gonna be our little, uh, you know, signature. Yeah, we're sorry for the, the long gap, but we had a lot of stuff happening. Yeah, we had a lot of stuff happening. Life, book, you know, book signing, book signing baby, announcement, baby announcement, a lot of stuff going on. Nice. But we appreciate you guys hanging in with us all the time. And uh, you know, we 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 gonna have some more fun. Cool. So what are we talking about? Um, so uh, it was announced that nearly twenty five thousand email addresses, passwords were hacked from the Gates Foundation, the World Health Organization, and National Health uh, something. Yes. Um. Now, now, do you think National Institute of Health? National Institute of Health. Uh, do you? Uh, what was in these emails? Anything like we can use, or you know. I'm not sure if, because uh, I, I heard there's a rumor out that like the actual people documents have been leaking uh-huh. on Twitter and everything. I haven't got my hands on them to really see. What's okay, up. so maybe somebody in the chat knows what was in the. But again, because I kept f- searching for them too. I'm hearing that they're out there, and I'm like, I don't know where they're at. But again, know? the fact that these three are just linked somehow all in the cahoots, time, which is what what the underground has been saying from the beginning. I thought that was huge. Right? So that validates what the underground has been saying. And guys, always check our sources as the underground. And I be leaning into them white boys too because they have their own agenda and they have resources. Forget about what you think about them, the resources where they be pulling their information from. I be like, hmm. And then I cross-reference it with the information our elders and our decoders, young and old, uh, you know, have been coming forth. I want to shout out my man Andre. I saw him up in Riverdale. Uh, you know, he was a, a essential worker, and we recognized each other, and we gave each other a nod. He watched the show. My man Andre. Uh, yes. I'm not going to... Uh, the first time I I didn't know that at seven o'clock was this whole like thing because it's yes know, the, we even have it here here in our community. Yeah, I was. I'm not gonna lie, it was dope. Touch me. It, touched it, my heart. it really touched me. I didn't I didn't put the time with when I kept hearing I kept hearing these horns. Yeah, I didn't. That, that touched me. So at seven o'clock, and I think that's a universal thing throughout the city. We because that's the shift change. Yeah. Where the you know one shift changes to the other, and you know it's a it's a way to salute. 
are essential workers yes. and those who are, you know, who are putting their life on the lines to, to, to go to work every single day, uh, you know, to provide for their families, but more importantly, so that you may have a sense of normalcy in your own life. Mm-hmm. We still get mail. It may not be as efficient. Oh, Sorry man. about that. If we sent you some packages, we sent them out on time. Hey, you know, because I've waited three weeks for a package that was just. I'm still you know, waiting on stuff from Amazon. They're playing with So my, my my point is, so we still have a sense of normalcy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, coming through, uh, you know, and, and things of that nature. But um, you know, for those who are putting in that work or putting in that time, it's it's it, it's a process. Yeah, you know what I mean. And um, so we appreciate them with their effort and all that they do. And uh, we want them, too, to breathe. Uh, thank you to Joseph Stefferson. Appreciate you. Yeah, somebody hit me in the cash. Also yeah. to Rep1NYC. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate you. Rep1NYC. Appreciate that love, thank man. You, and you. The support we get. You know what I'm saying? We really appreciate it. And uh, Lester Lair, thank you for the donations. Yeah, appreciate man. You. Appreciate it. Appreciate all the support. Uh, you know, this is a labor of love, you know, what we do here. We have fun. We have fun, but, you know, it, it takes time, energy, and money, so we appreciate, uh, you know, when you make your contributions to us, uh, do not think that that goes unnoticed. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So, speaking of the World Health Organization. World Health Organization. Or the WHO, is, that was commonly known as. The WHO. Um... There's been announced that YouTube now is actively uh, blocking videos that mention the Who in a negative light. Yes. Uh, actively slowing uh, videos down that mention that. Yes. Um, and I thought it was interesting because last week in our title we mentioned the Who. Uh huh. And our view count stayed on like four thousand for, for like a day. A whole it, for a whole it, it day. Didn't if you move, it didn't move. And we, and we know and what we, our numbers are. And we know what our numbers are, but we don't watch numbers like that. You get what I'm saying? We right. just it just kinda like, okay, but that was just blatant that that something was going on. Yeah. Because I already know we, we hit ten thousand in, in less than twenty four hours. Usually. Yeah. When our video goes up usually, usually. and we were stuck on four thousand. And I said and, and and see that that cripples me. And this is why we started the internet TV channel on urbanexcellence.com. Urbanexcellence.com is up right now. We are preparing for the future. It's sort of like when I tell people who want to start their own business. Why do you people get so narrow-minded they got to do one or the other? No. You can have a good-paying job yeah. and be preparing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be double the work to, to, to make a transition smooth for you. That's what we're doing here. And I saw the CEO of YouTube blatantly. She just got right on and said, if you are speak, speaking negative of... Or the World Health Organization, or your information contradicts theirs. That's yes, yes. That's what, yeah. Then we are taking your videos down, and that is, you know, totalitarianism yes. in a yes. sense. Yep. That's saying our word is the word of authority, and whatever research you did from the twenty-five other scientists who spent thirty years doing what they do is null and void if it's not coming from the World Health Organization, and that's a problem. So if you still think you are free, start understanding what's going on. And YouTube are quick to tell you, we're we a private company. Yeah. So your First Amendment rights, this all that goes out of the window. 
when we start talking about, you know, YouTube. So it is a vessel that can be used how you choose to use it, but no one understand the limitations because they just pulled their hand on that one. Yes. They just came right out, but they've done it with other issues, but not as blatantly as this one, mm -hmm. right? They got real blatant with this one. So you're understanding, even you think, well, I can say what I want to say. Yeah, you can in free air, yeah. but when you log on to these apps and none of us read the fine print, Ever in these apps. I mean, cause, come on. Too goddamn long. It's 15,000 words. South Park did That's an episode why they call on it that too. Fine print. You got to find it. You know what I'm saying? There ain't nothing in it. South Park did an episode on that. Yeah, too. South Park could go all on in yeah. that stuff. So, you know, these are other people's apps and platforms. So we want to set up our own stuff. Yes. Where we can say whatever we want to say. Mm -hmm. So we will be gradually, you know, transitioning. It's a process because we can still use. Certain aspects of Facts. YouTube. That's why we try to go live simultaneously from multiple platforms. Right, right. So, you know what I mean? It's not a, again, like a real just dramatic switch. Right, right. So we're doing that in hopes that eventually we could just be like, yo, we don't need YouTube. You know, we have our own platforms and everybody's logged in and, and, and we can still, you know, do what we do, get the information out to the people. Facts. Yes? Yeah. Yeah. You are tuned into the sounds. Of Urban X. So now I want to shout out Fred the Godson. Okay. Uh, BX Great. BX Great, battle rapper, MC, ghostwriter for a lot of people in the industry. Mm -hmm. A lot of people. Um, for the last two weeks, he's been also, he's been fighting the battle. He's been down uh, with Corona and things of that nature. Um, I would like to admit he had other issues. Yeah. He was yeah. a diabetic and he had some other, you know, underlining issues with weight and things of this nature. But, you know, with that being said, he was fighting. He was fighting for his life. Um, and uh, at one point I heard he was doing better. You know what mm. I mean? But until you out of they say the longer you in there, the worse it is for you. And oh. you would think it's just the opposite. Oh, that's what I thought. But the longer you in and the longer that the machine is breathing for you, gotcha. that means that, you know, you haven't recovered your own ability to breathe on your own. So... Um, with that being said, um, you know, he, he succumbed today to his, um, you know, to his fight. And um, I wanted to honor him as an MC uh, who loved hip hop. He was nasty. This dude was nasty. was nasty. First of all, he looked like a bully. Yeah. So if you stood in the <laughs> ring with him, he looked yeah. like he would take your basketball if you beat him. Yeah. In a game of basketball. You know what I'm saying? So he already was was a broad street kind of bully kind of dude. But his wordplay, his, you know what I'm saying, his sorcery mm -hmm. with his words and imagination and his effortless ability to put all that together was bar none one of the greatest I had seen. So we want to send our condolences For sure. out to his family, his friends, all of his fans. You know what I'm saying? Because he's left a, 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 a lasting legacy and we will never forget he was here. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because of the work he put in. And I hope, you know, uh, you know, you appreciated his efforts while he was here because he did not embarrass the culture of hip-hop. Right. You know <clears throat> what I'm saying? Uh, I heard there's a battle out there floating around with, um, I think, Fred the Godson and Loaded Lux going at it. Ooh. Like, and this is like back in the day before they used to really record battles, but uh, somebody apparently had like ooh, a camera. So. Maybe that'll surface. So I want to drop a uh, flex bomb on him. Mm -hmm. 
because he went up the flex. Yes. And he would Smoke be killing. That, yeah. Also, uh, Aaron Kamari, thank you for the donation. He was talking about, uh, he said, did we watch the draft? We saw a little bit of it. Yeah, you know, we had to prepare for the show. And then stuff went left with the preparing so, for the so, show. Yeah, so DM me and we could talk about some of the picks in the draft. And, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure Eli's watched the draft. We haven't done Eli's show in a while due to the fact that sports, sports. has been down. Yeah. Uh, and that's his main, you know, his main topic. But we will get back, uh, you know, if, if sports get back. Because I enjoy sitting down with Eli and his best friend, Freddie. Shout out, Freddie. And, and, and moderating their ability to perceive the game from their perspectives. Yeah. And they should be making just as much money as uh, Stephen A. Smith and them. Because uh, everyone's got an opinion. This is barbershop talk. Yeah, I think um, I think uh, a lot of, of these media positions are going to change once the lights come back on. Yes. A lot of it. You're going to see like who was really, really not needed. Dudes who... made millions, Skip Bayless in particular. These guys made millions with one conversation. Is LeBron better than Jordan? You know what I mean? Yeah. That one conversation that can, they keep throwing it into the goddamn mix every three days. And now that the documentary. Yeah. And then it came out that he, and then it was another, it came out that he greenlit the documentary. After LeBron won the title. After LeBron won the title. So what does that mean? Is he is he you know insecure by his status? Right. And, oh my lord. Yeah. So you you Jordan fans, woo. But um, you want to talk about the documentary now? Let's talk about documentary since yeah. uh, we on it. Yeah, <clears throat> it's a ten part series. What'd you think? Uh, first two parts I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Anything and, you didn't know? Um, I didn't know uh, um, Scottie Pippen wasn't getting paid like that. Didn't know that. Yeah. Um, what else didn't I really know? by his choice? By his choice, yes. And I didn't know, because I, I, for some reason, I always understood it as uh, the Bulls' owner was the one that started ego tripping. I thought it was the Bulls' owner as but well. It was the GM. It's the GM. And, and he they looked, started throwing him way under the bus. Man, like, man. But he, I can he see died, how, right? I, I don't know. I, I, but I could see how insecure he was. Yeah. A little dude, never played the game of basketball. Yeah. This was his crowning moment. This was... His, his, you know, his, in his mind, mm-hmm. his masterpiece. And he didn't feel he was getting enough credit. But didn't he win, like, uh, executive of the year twice? He did, but he still felt for some... When you're insecure, you're insecure. True, true. Right? True. And they treated him bad. You know, uh, the, the, the players treated him bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So <clears throat> he was obviously one of them kids who you took his lunch money every day. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, but, and this was his... A crowning moment to, uh, you know, and he didn't feel. How you gonna tell Phil Jackson? Even if you go eighty-two and zero, yeah, you a hater. You still gonna get yeah, you're fired. You a hater. You're a hater. Yeah, that's some hater-ish. Yeah, you know what I mean. You're so because he's stacking paper to the ceiling. Yeah, and, and 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 when you build a championship team, obviously he died in twenty eighteen. So okay, he died, he died in twenty eighteen. <clears throat> obviously, there are multiple components to that. No, <clears throat> because what he said about. Uh, players only players doing like it's the entire organization. I agree with. Yes, yes. Because if you're a Knicks fan and y'all y'all mad about uh this dude um Dolan, right? Absolutely. Y'all blame everything on Dolan. So you get what I'm saying? Absolutely. So management has management a has something to do with it. You know what I'm saying? They who drafts the players has a lot to do with it. And then you have to chemistry. think about what what works with who. You know what I'm saying? You have right. to think about that. But so, that, so I get I get that. But mm-hmm. I feel like he probably took it to another... A level. Yeah. Look at Golden State. The, 
uh, I forget the GM's name, who drafted Draymond Green, yeah. Clay Thompson, uh, Steph Curry, which became the, you know what I'm saying, the glue. The, the, the glue to what it is that we see. So all aspects, but if I had Michael Jordan uh, and I put pieces, because people think it was just Jordan by himself, it wasn't. Stop saying Jordan did this by himself. Um, yo, I, I, what I hope for in the next, I guess, eight episodes is just I hope that some of the like mysticism, mysticism around him kind of just like it's just, only gonna elevate. You it's think it's so? only gonna elevate because you're gonna see, uh, you know, you're gonna see aspects of him that he said people may uh, think he's evil, but it's gonna be that he he he's a winner. He would do <clears> anything <throat> to win and. Quiet is kept, and I told Eli this 10 years ago when he first started getting into ball. The greatest player I ever seen play the game of basketball is a guy by the name of Magic Johnson. All right? And I done seen Dr. J. I done seen them all. Now, the most spectacular was Jordan. But Magic made everybody better as a rookie. He won a title as a goddamn rookie. Mm. All right? And not he, he, he earned that ability to win this title. He can play every position. He made everybody around him better from the beginning. He went to nine finals in 12 years. If he did not come down with whatever that was that he was supposed to come <laughs> down with, I ain't going to get into all that, he would have won eight titles. And if you tell me anything different, you bugging. Because the owner loved him and they would have rebuilt the team around him. Remember, he wasn't a high flyer. He wasn't somebody whose body was going to wear yeah. down over time. He was a 6'9 point guard. Yeah. And that's why LeBron is going to be able to play 20 years. Because now he's morphing into Magic Johnson. All right? So the most spectacular player i ever seen, Michael Jordan, hands down. The best player. And those who understand the game... Know what I'm talking about, Magic Johnson, oh, yeah. right? So that. don't at me with that, and because I haven't seen. Uh, and Isaiah is the only player he don't get enough credit who beat Magic, Bird, and Jordan in their primes. Yeah, he beat them more than they beat him. Go back to the regular season records, playoffs records, Isaiah Thomas, but he don't get a lot of credit. But this ain't a sports show. We just wanted to loosen up the, oh, well, the yeah. load a bit. We have to, We're we talking have to talk about, about everything. You know what I mean? <clears throat> What's going on with this documentary? But hopefully the documentary will pay tribute to uh, Scottie Pippen's contributions, mm -hmm. who was the best all-around player, right? He was the point forward before there was a point forward. Yes. We hope uh, of Rodman's ability to grab every rebound. People don't talk about Ku Koch. A uh, 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 Ron Harper, a uh, 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 Kerr, Phil Jackson, his ability to uh, uh, mess with all of those egos—it's an amazing job. And I'm not taking anything away from Jordan and what he did, but we need to stop the fantasizing about he was the greatest. Prove it. Yeah, I don't like the he. If if it wasn't for his his what? Uh, yeah, his mental. Cause uh, whatever. In game one against the finals against Magic, Magic was killing them because he was too small to guard Magic. Go back and watch the game. It wasn't until they shifted Pippen on him that freed up Jordan. And, and, and Pippen cleaned up a lot of... Jordan was a gambler by nature. That's what got yeah. his pops killed. He was a gambler in everything he did. Golf, playing cards, eating, shooting paper balls. And he was a gambler. So he had a lot of his steals because Pippen covered his ass a lot. 
and, and Rodman covered him. He was a gambler by nature. Mm-hmm. And, and Pippen don't get enough credit for what he did. When Jordan left, the Bulls still made the playoffs. Right, 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 right. Right? right. Yeah. And if it wasn't for a shot here and there, yeah. they make the finals. Yeah. Yeah. People don't want to talk about that while Jordan was off playing baseball so you could forget about the gambling-ish he was into, yeah. right? Yeah. All right, so let's keep it a buck. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. You heard. And somebody said, I'm not a, I'm not a LeBron stand. I really enjoyed him, but uh, D-Wade was my favorite player, but he's been bugging. That, that, that's his favorite player, D-Wade, but on the court. On the court, yeah. Forget the favorite. personal stuff because you got to be able to separate yeah. it on the court. Yeah, my yeah. favorite player of all time was Dr. J. Yeah. I go back that far, right? I like the way LeBron plays the game because he's unselfish. All right. No, and, and you know what's crazy? Because like I, I said this to you earlier. Like I was watching that doc, and then I was also I was noticing stuff like when he had the chance to lose that that last game, and they could have got a, a lottery pick for the playoffs. He could have just sat out. His foot was messed up. LeBron would have sat out. Right. Jordan didn't sit out, but he wasn't the one who hit the shot. Steve Kerr hit Steve the shot. Steve Kerr hit the shot. But I'm calling Steve- John Paxton. I thought it was Steve Kerr. No, it was Paxton. No, it was Paxton. It was Paxton, Paxton hit the shot. Yeah, but. Jordan would have sat. I mean, LeBron, LeBron would have sat, sat out. out, and then it's stuff like LeBron does that irks my soul. Like I don't like when you know he's trying to get somebody traded or get, right, get right. somebody fired. Like I he, think, he just he just goes in cruise control. I hate he that. act like the game is hard for yeah. him to play, but he be demonstrating to management, but not at my expense. When I see you Fact, play, fam, I like, want to see you go hard. So he'll demonstrate to management that irks my soul. I, I'm the real I GM here, and then um, right, right. Jordan, I guess, wouldn't do that. I didn't no, Jordan was gonna play a hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? One speed. You know what I mean? But the times are different now. Yeah. Remember, Jordan was the one player who the, he carried the league, right? Because Bird and Magic set the league up, you know <clears throat> what I'm saying, perfect. And then they were handing it off to Jordan, and he meant so much uh, 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 to the league, so he had to play. The times were different. He was grossly underpaid for his worth, but he knew that because he was making most of his money off Nike and Coca-Cola and Gatorade and all of that. This is a new era we in. And LeBron came in almost with an executive mindset. You're not going to abuse me, use and abuse me, and then dump me for the next rising star. No, I will dictate the terms of how this is going to go, whether you like it or not. Oh, you think it's a game? First, he went back with Dan Gilbert. He hated Dan Gilbert. You understand why? So he went back for the people and to win a title. He was showing all of these executives, watch this. Oh, you're not going to give me the players I need so I can compete? Watch this. Mm -hmm. And he just started playing, and we immediately go, Bron, come on, man. Are you serious? And then as soon as the trade is made, the the players ain't even in the building yet. He got new new handshakes with everybody. Yeah, all of a sudden, he's he's back to what he does. So you can take it any way you want to take it. He will own a team when this is all said and done. Speaking of owning teams, uh, J-Lo and A-Rod trying to buy the Mets. I heard that's like... That's legit. Yeah. That's well, they don't have enough money. Well, they're, they're getting get, investors. They're getting investors involved. Yes. But, I, hey, you know, he knows baseball, and she knows... Nothing. The Bronx. Mets <laughs> is in Queens. Oh, yeah. Well, she knows Queens. Yeah. yeah. You know what it is. So now let's hit this button. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Did you watch the Babyface versus Teddy Riley battle? Oh, wifey did cut my hair, uh, Courtney J., Doc, you looking real manicured and, 
and bipped up wifey. Yeah, she took care, took good care of her brother. You know what I'm saying? But I kept all that hair on for the for the for the for the Sanford uh, scene. I could have got a cut last week. I said no, let it grow so I could really get in the character. Now, who did I see battle? What happened? Babyface versus Teddy Riley on IG. I did not watch this battle after I tried to give my energy to the first time <laughs> that they tried to do this and it failed. No, you know, okay, so what happened was uh, Teddy Riley being Teddy Riley, being Teddy Riley, tried to be extra. He had a whole yes, studio a whole, setup. Yeah. But what was happening was he was actually streaming through his personal website. Oh, gotcha. If you listen to his personal website, the sound was incredible. Oh, see, I did not know that. Yes, that's what he was doing. Ah, gotcha. And then what people don't realize is that uh, when it comes to like IG and through the phone, like less is more. So if you just had like a Beats. Right, right. That would have worked. It would have worked fine. And that's another thing. I'm a real sound junkie. So I need my sound. I need to really feel it. So, you know. But I think that was one of the more iconic battles. What? Well, well, but when this it, is getting out of control. So when it came back, um, when they actually like had the battle, I thought it was dope. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. lie. Okay. You okay. know what I'm saying? They were going back and forth. Like I didn't even know like he wrote that. He, he wrote that, or he 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 produced yeah. that. So I thought that was dope. So I thought that was a way to you know um, for everybody to get their flowers. Um, a lot of people don't really understand like the impact both of these people had in music. Oh no no! You know this when Teddy Riley came out. He literally changed the paradigm. His the the frequency of that new jack swing and what he was doing was so dope. So Keith Sweat, Guy, Blackstreet, uh Kumo D, uh, he wrote Rap's New Generation. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, he did the keyboard on that. Rap's new generation. And you know, uh uh, uh all I wanna do is with a zoom, 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 you know, pumps in the mm-hmm. bump and them dudes. Uh, I said pumps in the bump. I think that was <laughs> a hammer. But you know what I mean? So um uh, his sound was, and then when he hit Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. uh, it just became the apex of his his quality of his production. And the same thing with Babyface mm-hmm. and all that he did and produced. These guys were, were were changing sound, and and we don't have that now as much as we did. And I'm not knocking this generation. I'm hearing some some really good production come out. There was you some. Know what well, I mean? <clears throat> so the thing is with the battles now. Um, one, Leron. Uh, Hansley, thank you. They so are so. becoming a little corny, because I mean, I, I don't want it to become oversaturated. I, know, with... I like the the impromptu feeling. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, yo, I just I, I called so and so. We're just gonna do it. You know what right, I mean? Right. Um, but they got fly flyers out. Well, well, Swiss Beats and Timberland. They have the versus thing. It's called versus. Right. And 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 they thinking about taking this to uh, a cable TV or and that might kill the spirit of it. Because again, we're back to pitting one against the other, and and, and that no, well, dynamic. No, I, I think you know. no, no, no. So, so I think what's been happening lately is that the people who are battling, they in each other's, they they direct peers. Oh yes, you yeah, know what I'm So it was Neo, Johnson, Austin. These are two writers, right? Like, R&B writers, you know that. Jermaine are Johnson, Babyface, Teddy Riley battle. Rizzo Primo, yeah, those are the primes. You know what I'm saying? So, like, these are like we, we're peers, and we respect so, and we each respect other. So it's no other. real beef. Yes, it's. You were guiding me, and I was drawing off your energy. Yeah. So when you when you did that, I did this. I mean, well, you know, Babyface he had a little spice to him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We were just like, oh, I didn't, I didn't know you did that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you did that. Oh, okay. oh, I didn't know that. Okay. So you know, he didn't do his homework. He was like, oh, because when I was, t- I remember Michael Jackson called me, and <laughs> he wanted to, you know, go on a date with Holly Berry, and I think he, if he would have said something, 
you know, he might have said this, and he dropped a Whitney Houston. I was like, oh, ooh, come ooh, on. Ooh. Oh, that was, that was, uh, that was mm, mean. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. That was mean. They was, they was doing it. That was, it was cool. Um, I don't know if I want to see any more battles. I don't know who I No, they're talking see. Havoc against uh, Alchemist, but they from the same camp, basically. Because Alchemist produced a lot for Mob Deep, oh. and Havoc produced for Mob Deep, so I don't necessarily want to see that one. Uh, I, they keep talking about um, Diddy versus Dre. Uh, that's a fake battle because Diddy can't. Yeah. <laughs> Diddy don't yeah. know a, a right. damn thing about a drum machine. Right. Diddy has an amazing ear. Right. Yeah. For sound, I'm not gonna ever take that away from him. But he's not on the drum machine the way Dre is or hitting them keys. And Dre didn't hit all them keys either. You gotta true. throw your man Scott Storch. You gotta throw your man Yella. A Yella. And there was another producer. I forget his name in the chat. The Wester tell me was he was in with the Dog Pound or something. One of the producers. Oh, Daz. Daz. You got to start throwing all that in there because yeah. a lot of what you think you see ain't really true. Yeah. I told y'all before, my father wrote, e neither one of us wants to be the first to say goodbye by Gladys Knight and the Pips. He wrote that song to my moms and he sold it for 50 bucks. All right. And when he heard it on the radio, he knew it was his damn song. He got his 50 bucks. Barry White said, you know how many times I played a groove on a record and didn't get no credit? But I know that's my groove. Mm -hmm. So the industry is not what you think it is per se. There are a lot of ghostwriters. We just got speaking about Fred the Godson probably wrote so many hits you had no idea he wrote. But you'll find that now that, you know, so the industry is not what you think it is, right? Dude, come in, put a horn on this and get production for your stuff. But Drake oh, can. Or turn a knob. Right, a turn a knob. When I was producing my album in 88, dude tried to get credit to me. Now you need to say it like that. Who's this? Whose man is this? <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's common in the that's industry. Funny. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you have a lot of that stuff going on. Oh, Scott Stross was, um, he battled Manny Fresh. So the thing. Yeah, he did. He did. He battled Manny Fresh, right? And people said uh, he killed Manny Fresh. He didn't kill he Manny didn't, Fresh. Like, if you, like, were, if you. If you were from that era. Yeah, if you understood that music. And the whole. That, that cash money. Oh, oh my God, you're bugging. Oh, he was the architect yeah, of that cash money sound. And let me tell you. Oh, you're bugging. He put that down. So, But we, we're prisoners of the moment yeah. a lot of times. Yeah. Right? We're prisoners of the moment. Yeah. And we kind of, you know what I mean? So I don't necessarily want to see, you know, you know, Kanye go up against who? Who would Kanye go up against? Ooh. I don't know. Raheem Blake, thank you. Appreciate you. Oh, yeah. Facts, facts. Thank you, guys. I don't know. Kanye is in the class by himself. It's... He is the artist. Don't do this. Don't, of the don't, decade. Don't, don't, yeah. Of the decade? Of the last... I don't know nobody who's got a greater... I'm not talking about his political views. Drake. Has a better catalog than, than Kanye as an artist, as a producer. Okay, so he's, he's, he's... I'm talking art now. I'm not talking... Best rap. I'm talking no, about no, no, no. I'm talking, artists. I'm talking artists as well. Because I'm going to get in there. I'm going to speak about A.A. A. Rashid and a few. And, and, and what a true artist is. What are you because saying? Kanye but, versus uh, Pharrell? Maybe Kanye versus Pharrell. Maybe Pharrell got some stash. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. But I'm saying, but even like, if you look at the producing credits on a lot of like Kanye's latest work. True, true. It's true. like 30 people on there. True, true. A lot of people produce, you know, so. This is why this conversation is frivolous. But I will speak. I want to see DJ Quick battle somebody. You know, okay. Ooh. DJ Quick got, got, got a catalog Ooh. now. 
So, um, you know, this is what's going on, uh, you know, as we get back to artistry, and I'll yeah. talk about that a little bit later. Um, French Montana, there's so the French Montana. What was that about? He was going at Kendrick Lamar. He was, so he's saying he has enough. He has, uh, you know, more hits than Kendrick, and then everybody just started bombing on him. I can't work. name three French Montana hits. Yeah, and then people were talking about like yo, the mixtape era. That's not a hit. That's not what we're talking and, about. And Kendrick Lamar ran in the mixtape era too. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, with his underground sound. You ever try to know. hear French Montana like get through a whole sixteen? Oh, it's terrible. It's horrible. It's terrible. Quick and versus I'm from the Bronx. I'm from the Bronx, like you know what I'm saying. Quick versus Q-tip, that might work. That would be whoa. That might work. Nineties. Q-tip got some hits now. Nineties. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Dre taught Daz. That's fine, but that don't mean that once you teach me, now I got the keys. I can do some things. Like, Absolutely. Um, he did "Ambitions of a Rider." Like that's one of the best beats I've ever heard ever. Who? Daz. He, he did "Ambitions of a Rider." I can't do not. Oh, 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 oh. That, that's that's tough. one of the best records I've ever, like, best yeah. beats I've down, ever heard. Down, down, yeah, down. yeah, yeah that's on. crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. So we having some fun. Uh, the beautiful thing about it is nobody is wrong. True. How music, how you feel, how you see music. It just gives us a little bit of a, a conversation to have uh, in regards to, uh, you know, what we like and, and what we don't like. But I don't want this to become, oh, Pete Rock versus Large Professor. Ooh, yeah, that's 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 I'd a classic one. Yeah, Pete Rock going. got some some rocks, and Large P got some rocks. Well, because somebody else brought some the, somebody else brought this point. Like when producers go back and forth, is it a beat battle or is it a song battle? Because you get what I'm saying. Sometimes you can hear a beat that's not that good, but the person on it kind of makes it that. Well, well, that's that's what it is. Uh, it is a combination. A dope beat, right? Is a dope beat, yeah, and yeah. sometimes an artist like 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 you know uh, Jay will get on something and make that beat, right? That's you know what I mean. Yeah, but so. hey, it's a classic. Yeah, it is a classic. Commercial break. Let's go to a commercial break. Oh, facts. We, we, we and um, I want to set this one up. Um, my man A. A. Rashid, uh, my brother, my comrade. Uh, he produced an album called Dog Food about a year and a half ago, and. Uh, he asked me to be on that album, and I, I was honored. So, because um, not a lot of people ask me to get on, I don't know why, but mm -hmm. it is what it is. And uh, so I did a spoken word piece for him, and it really came out dope. It, it kind of launched the B side mm. of uh, of that project. And uh, now he's got Dog Food Two coming, and he gave me the call, and he was like, "Yo, Dot, cook something up." And uh, and he is a true artist. He's not a rapper. Right. Because he believes in the aesthetics of art. He always has. So um, he has got me back grounded into art. A lot of these rappers just thinking about money and putting out what is a so-called hit, but have no true following. You know what I mean? Yeah. That artistry is the spiritual aspect. Right now, while you in your home as a prisoner, you're reading books, you're mm -hmm. watching movies, you're listening to music. All of that falls under artistry. artistry. To some degree, so never discount the importance of art. And I wrote in my book, Hip Hop Decoded or Urban Culture Decoded. If you want to know how a society is doing, look at the artists. The artists capture the times. So Dog Food Two will be out very soon. And um, of course, you know he was on the Griselda album. You know what I'm saying because he art. You know, you know God recognized God. You know what I'm saying in the artistry aspect. So uh, I'm going to give you a snippet of the piece me and A.A. Rashid did uh, in, in, in this commercial break. It's just a snippet. Uh, okay. You know, we kind of went in. 
Now let's talk the overdose. Most of you youngsters will never know to have like one overdose. But I know the most when it comes to being in a state of comatose of a drug-infested pursuit of the Holy Ghost. And while you're screaming, you're all I need to get by, meth and Mary. Your demons are screaming, you're all I need to get high, meth and Mary. And every step you take is scary as you climb and climb, shattering paradigms, trying to intertwine with frequencies that vary, popping pills, popping thrills, in a state of dreams not fulfilled. You youngsters need to breathe, stop and chill. If you want to learn how to drive, you hit up the DMV. But if you want to learn how to fly, you hit up the DMT. But it's the EMT that feel like Airbnbs, and I'm just giving you G. That's what I see in you, I see in me. And we are back. We are back in the mix. Uh, you know, I got just a little taste. Shout, shout out to AA. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying a little taste. Don't ever get it twisted. Uh, I, I do's what I do. You know what I mean? Oh, also, shout out to um, West Side Gun from Griselda. He's, oh, yeah. He just put out an album, Pray for Paris. Hard. Yeah, yeah. Hard. Hard. So let me get back to my heart. All right, first. Pause. Because you, you, yeah, pause. You playing me. Pause. Uh, you know, again, you know, I did my thing on this. You did, you did. I was very impressed. Okay, I was right. impressed because these, these young folks forget that I got I was, a skill set that is what it is. I was very impressed, and I kind of know, you know, what AA. I only wanted three words from AA. You a legend. If he said, <laughs> and he, he said, you a super legend. Then I said, All right, I, I bagged that. I was impressed. I bodied that. You know what I mean? And when you hear the whole joint, we go in uh, and do our thing. I ain't gonna give it up. I let him give it up. It's his piece. Uh, you know what I mean? So shout out to A.A. Rashid, uh, the dog food too that's coming. I'm going to put his joints in the description below, and we're going to rock out with that. Side note, I also did a joint with Professor Griff. Uh, what, you sure you're supposed to say, say something? No, that? no, I'm just saying it ain't a, it ain't a secret. Oh, I, and, but I spit bars on it. Griff asked me for bars. So, uh, and it's called Opera, Kunuk, Opera Kunistic. You know, Griffith's got these weird titles. He's, opera, he's, starting, he's starting to put out a few tracks. Yeah, opera coonistic. So I went in on you coons. So I hope you guys enjoy that. Now we can talk about your man, West Side Gun, who is also fighting yes. coronavirus. Yes. And he said he thought he was going to die. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he was in his home. He was fighting uh, you he know said what he mean? had to do uh, one song. He said, yeah, I had to do it in two takes because if I didn't, I wasn't going to be that able to do it. That was the premiere song he did. His album is crazy. You know what I'm saying? And an artist, artistic mm -hmm. expression. He got somebody tap dancing on the album. Yeah. That is bonkers. You know what I'm saying? I love the auction at the beginning, the whole piece of bringing it back to the artistry. And uh, he put in work on that album. So shout out to West Side Gun. I'm glad he's he's here. He's well. He's, you know, still recovering and, and yeah. putting himself uh, uh, in position. And I'm pretty sure he appreciates the ability to breathe. Yeah. Right? So. Like I keep bringing that back around. Yeah, we keep bringing that back around to, to what this is. And, um, you know, so let's get, let's get back to simplifying uh, uh, life. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So, um... <clears throat> In Bastrop County, Texas. Shout out to the people in Texas. Texas, what up? Um, they're going to start uh, trying uh, today and tomorrow. They're going to uh, start trying a random COVID nineteen testing. So if you want to go to the store, there'll be it. 
a mass EMS worker standing at the entrance of a convenience store and testing you for Corona. Really? Yes. I have the article right here. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, because it also ties into another piece uh, about New York starting to do random testing. So New York, they were trying... So uh, Governor Cuomo, he started this uh, this test for anti, to see if people had uh, antibodies. Antibodies, right. And seeing uh, what the percentage was of people who have had the corona and fought it off or... Uh, have the ability to fight is something like but that. But this is crazy because the test they're using, the PCR test or the PCA test, right, mm-hmm. is inaccurate because the test wasn't designed for, for that. that. You yes. can have the flu, you can have your exochromes, uh, you know, be out of place and it will trigger a, 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 a positive. You could be stressed. So this so th- test so, is... is and eh, you know. if, you, if people have... If people have seen the pictures of how... Uh, they administer these tests. It's invasive, right? So right. if I'm walking to the store and then an EMS worker tell you, I got a test right now, that's going to heighten your anxiety levels, your exactly. stress levels. Like, what the hell? Like, and you're going to fail that test. You're going to fail that test. So you know what I mean? This, this is, is Nazi Germany stuff. This is this is crazy. Yeah, this is scary. You know what I mean? So we're we in uh, scary, times. scary times, man. Not not fear. We don't want to have fear. But, you know, you, you better start paying attention to what's going on. Well, pay attention to the conversations I think they bring forth. Right. Right, because you get a, a snapshot of, what, of where they're trying to oh, go You know this. what I'm saying? You know how people try to test your line? like Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? So of I, course. We see where the line is with yeah. the people. Because in reality, we are the ones with the power. So our ability to agree collectively is the only thing that makes this happen. If we all collectively, like if we all collectively meditate at the same time, we can change reality and we're meditating in real time and don't realize it. What we're meditating on is the shit they want us to meditate on. Right. right? So yeah. people think meditating means, <laughs> that's one form of meditation. Anything that holds your attention. Yeah. Right. And if a million people are holding the same thought, and it's fear, and it's this, then we collectively accelerate the process to bring that into reality. I speak a lot about that, Mm -hmm. how these rappers in the first two or three videos, they don't own any of that stuff. They are projecting it out, and through Worldstar and your collective agreement to synchronize with their thought frequency, now they own all that, and then they turn around and tell you, you ain't shit. You know what I mean? And you're going to wait a minute. So understanding how... Sorcery works in this third dimension uh, This paradigm is, is, is very key So that's why the media Right And yeah. Hollywood You know what I'm saying yeah. And all of this stuff Is in place To bring this into existence Because I own the same ability As somebody with a billion dollars do In terms of my mental Spiritual You know Focus But they want to own my focus Right Right So they own your focus With sports And this And that So they own your focus but if we all just focused, this is over. This right. is a wrap. Tim Johnson, thank, thank you. For I'm donation. working tonight. We'll listen to the show tomorrow. All right, that's great. It'll be it'll be synced up tomorrow too. So we're gonna sync this 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 piece up for the morning crowd. Hopefully. Yeah. Oh no, we're gonna sync this up. Hopefully. We're gonna sync this up. I, I, hopefully. We're gonna sync this up. Man, listen. We're gonna sync this up. Anyway, so you know we own the ability to mm. do that. So what we put our mind in. Back yeah. to your point. Them rolling out these ideas to see how many people 
lag on to the idea and give the idea life. Yeah. So they'll throw out 30,000 uh, new cases of corona will be coming in the next week. Because remember, the number was two, bil- 2 million. Right. Then 100,000. Because they were trying to exercise the sorcery yeah. laws. Put out 2 million, get enough people, and then they was like, oh, no, too many people on the internet. They're not biting. Yeah. You know, then the number reduced to 100,000. How can you be that grossly off? That's another yeah. story, right? And now they, you know, with something else, but they're always going to throw vaccines in there because they know the fear of certain amount of people yeah. will help bring that into existence. But we're in a new day and time and we're in a new paradigm. So uh, this is what it's going to be. They, they, they aim for something new because uh, the people are starting to speak. And side note, I will say this in this new paradigm to piggyback off some things that are going to piss some people off. The new paradigm is not going to be about black and white and racism. That's low-level bull crap. It's going to be about energy and frequency. And you are going to be able to test or gauge somebody's energy and frequency and know if they really care about the planet, if they are really ready for love to emanate. You know what I mean? And that's how the new paradigm of people are going to survive. All of that barbaric stuff, I'm better than you because my skin color... It'll always be there to wash certain people away. But the ones who are ready to make the quantum leap into into the next paradigm are going to have a different spectrum or, 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 you know what I'm saying, specifics on how they gauge energy and people. And these people will be white, black, Chinese, gray, bling. And those are going to be the 144. Thou. All right. Preach. Preach. All right. You are tuned into the sounds. Of Urban X. Uh, somebody said, are the Breeze t-shirts for sale? They will be. They will be. They will be. They will be. By the morning, right? By the morning. They okay. will be there for you, absolutely. Uh, so for the people in the chat, get your questions ready because we're about to start going to the chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we'll get some questions we'll get and answers some... in there. Doing just, a be like this. You know yeah, just, just be ready. Have it ready. So um, Google has launched a new site that shows where people in the community are so- taking social distancing Seriously, and when they're not. So, according to CNBC, what the Google launched a new website that uses anonymous location data collected from its users of Google products. If you are signed into any Google product on your phone, yes, yes, YouTube, Gmail, anything like that on your phone, LT uh, Music, thank you, Google Maps, yes, anything on your phone, they can use that to track where phones are, and and they can snitch on you and say we got. 35 phones in the basement in Brooklyn and that's how they run up on you. Exactly. David Icke talked about this. Yeah, David Icke talked about this. You know, you can have whatever you feel about him, but he was right on point with that. I heard heard about a story. Somebody got the cops called on them because um, somebody was having a funeral where they had, like, you know, only 10 people could go to the actual funeral, but they had a little get-together at the house. White lady came across and said, "What's, what's going on over there? We just buried my mom. And she still got the cops called on her. See, people, when stuff like that happens to other people, y'all got the right ones, bro. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because if I'm your neighbor and I find out you did that... Oh, baby. I'm, I'm slashing tires. I'm literally going to piss under your door so that when you open the door, you slip in the morning and fall in piss. Yeah. Right? So, but here's the key, youngsters. Ditch your phone. <gasps> I would never ditch my phone. See, I grew up in L. We ain't have phones. Yeah. Right? If y'all wanna, and I'm just throwing it out there, if I'm y'all gonna, wanna gonna, have 
If y'all want to read this, I'm going to put this uh, in the chat for you guys. Yeah. If y'all want to have a social gathering, it ain't rocket science. Ditch your phones. Right? And, you know, stop, you know, being on social media. Yo, we meeting over here. <laughs> Dude, you, you snitching on yourself. Yeah. Steve Coakley, one of the things he always said, he said, I got this device. And he said that 15 years ago. And he said, I know when to... And, and pop that phone over there so they can't track me and what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we, you got to be able to shed the things that you... This is what I mean. You got to shed the things that you think are important but are actually devices using to imprison you. So, like, you know, so when I think about, like, the microchipping thing and things like that, like, they really don't need a microchip. They don't. We have one. We have one. We carry one around in our hands. Willfully. And, and we snitch on ourselves and we have easy pass on our cars. Yeah. And even if you don't have easy pass, you have a license plate. Have a license plate. So it just tells them, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You were over here, Dot. You pissed on that lady's floor and you claim you was over somewhere else. Yeah. But your phone states at that time and through the microphone in your phone, yeah. <laughs> piss was leaking down <laughs> your leg. We got piss dripping, sir. We got your phone in the location. Then we have your car shooting to another location as if that was your alibi, yeah. sir. You're going to jail. Yeah. <laughs> what else What else you want? Yeah. Right? Looking through the camera at you. You know what I mean? One dude sent me an anonymous email. Yo, son, we got your emails. We got your password. You've been looking at Pornhub. Now, they didn't really say that. I only added that as a lie. But they try to get me to give them money. I told them, eat a dung, dung, dung. <laughs> eat a dung, dung, dung. You get out of here. What are yeah. you, crazy? So this is what people are doing. Everything is invasive. Yeah. If you think you, you know what I mean? Uh, you know what I'm saying? In secrecy, if you don't have aluminum foil. Somebody said debit card. Right. Debit, with the chip with in the it. Chip, if yeah. you don't have aluminum foil <laughs> on your head and no devices, you ain't safe. It just is what it is. That's the world we live into. So the microchip may be for some other purpose because they don't need humans anymore much longer. But like, like what do you I mean? I saw in McDonald's, they had the robot. Flipping the burgers, you know. Well, so well, that's what that's what um, a lot of businesses they're gonna come back to when we get back to, when yeah. let's get back on. I, I I I wanted to read this with you. Yeah, yeah. You can read? Yeah, I can read. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you need pictures to read? Like, not up. keywords. So somebody, this is a uh, he's a restaurant owner from Atlanta, and because I, a lot of people don't understand, um, don't if you don't know, uh. They mandating restaurants, barbershops, nail salons, and stuff to like that to reopen. So he said, "Here's the deal: uh, Camp man- mandates uh, restaurants to reopen. Whether I reopen dining rooms or not, I file for business interruption insurance, and it did, um, and it does not go through since because like, they have they have to come back. Um, they are allowed to fully operate to capacity now. So he can't get his money. He can't get insurance now. Right. Right." right. So he says, um, his landlord can now demand all their money mm-hmm. uh, since he's allowed to fully operate. A fur- furloughed staff who are collecting unemployment now have to come back or he has to fire them. Right. Some of them don't want to come back because of the situation. Right. Um, and he says uh, their insurance, then their unemployment insurance then goes on his tab. Wow. So he has to foot that bill. So he has to foot that bill. Right. And if things blow up again... Uh, they would still be on his tab and not the state's tab. So a lot of people, a lot of small business owners are saying, 
um, reopening is not for, is actually uh, to destroy a lot of these small businesses. Absolutely, because you'll be surprised. And, and, and the way this was happening, it seemed like they was trying to get rid of middle class and small business owners because they can't survive. Uh, there's a restaurant in New York. I forget the name of it. They opened 45 years. They got to close after 45 years because they didn't have that much money. It was like a labor of love. They kept opening. People kept coming to support them because of, and now they have to close forever. You're talking about um, like downtown? Yeah, I think it's a, an the Italian restaurant, de- one of them delis or something. Uh, the Delicatessen drink? Yeah. Not that one. No, nah, I'm not sure which one it uh, is. Uh, my wife was telling me about it. Uh, you know, she was reading on it. So, but there's going to be plenty of ramifications because yes, of this yes. that that the normal person is not thinking about. Yes. Now, I ain't going back to work because I work in a restaurant and I got to deal with this. Or now you can't get your money. You put in hoping that the financial support would help you out. Right. You can't get that because of this. So there's going to be. But if they wipe out the middle class, how long we've been talking about that in the conscious community? 20 years and more about the way they're going to crush this thing is the middle class is the, is the class that keeps this whole thing running and moving. The middle class, right? The, the upper class, they got money. They're not worried about that. The middle class, the ones with small businesses, the ones, you know, who are doing it. And the lower class is looking for handouts. So when they cross that middle class and that middle class becomes lower class, the divide between the haves and the have nots begins to grow. Now, that doesn't affect black people as much as you think because we're used to not having it. But if that happens, but it does affect us because black people have been striving, you know, to do better. But we have a mechanism in place that means that peanut butter and jelly is what it is. God damn it, peanut butter and jelly is what it is. You know what I mean? But... That's the goal because the only ones who are going to be affected because rich people have enough money to wait this out yeah, and take advantage and put their money in different places. The only ones who can't wait it out is, is, is the middle class. You know what I mean? So uh, uh, that's something we need to keep our eye on uh, as we move forward. Yes. Yeah. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. I also read an article that we might be going to uh, a meat shortage. Okay, for those who are meat eaters, tough luck. Yeah, according to Bloomberg, uh, the risk climbs to 25% with pork capacity, U.S. pork capacity offline. Shouldn't be eating that swine anyway. What's today's mathematics? (laughs) Straight facts. But the meat industry in itself, if you can't survive off of it, which everybody should be able to survive off of it, it's your choice to eat it, but you should be able to survive not, but look, 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 you know, people who making slabs of pork and bacon and, 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 and when they tell you that, what happens when the vegetables start shortening up or, Ooh. or, uh, 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 Trump, uh, is not letting an, uh, 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 foreign, uh, 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 citizens, uh, no, no, uh, what do you mean? He's not, he stopped the citizenship. Oh, immigration. Yes, immigration on whole. Who yes. going to pick the oranges? No disrespect to my Mexican brothers. And what if the Mexicans don't want to get out here and start picking these oranges? Alejandro don't want to come well, press Alejandro these shirts. don't want to come press these shirts. <laughs> and and you, you see what I'm saying? So there are ramifications and effects to all of this. And the dust has not even settled yet. When the dust settled, it's a new world. Yeah, there's, there's businesses that you thought were like doing really well. Um, Neiman Marcus had to file for bankruptcy. <laughs> Hotep Thomas said, cats and dogs are still selling. Not if they're around. Ain't around, boy. I'll tell you that. 
You heard? Huh? Neiman Marcus had to file for bankruptcy. Wow. You know wow. So so this is uh this is one of them things, man. Uh let's get to some questions in the chat. How yeah. about that? Let's do that. Questions in the chat. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. I just like to hear that button. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, what was I about to say? Strange you know, you know, in Hotep, China, Thomas, you are so wrong. They, they Why am I so wrong about? Help me out. They made, um, they reopened uh, the wet markets back in China again. where they sell all the crazy stuff, yeah. bats, and, yeah, Ooh. and where they said that um, the disease originated from the first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. It's weird. My favorite store, Barnes and Noble, is worried about not opening back up. True. That. What or, do you think about Bill Gates? Certificate of vaccination ID being the same acronym as COVID. Yes, yes. And I saw uh, him reading a book that said how to lie with statistics. Yeah. You saw that photo? So, uh, you know, he he thinks we're not intelligent. You know what I mean? So I could see it being... That's kind of brazen. Just that brazen. But when you're one of the richest or so-called richest people and you think we're, we're, we're slow, we're not. You know what I'm saying? We got young Dakotas, old Dakotas. And people just starting to wake up. Just yeah. jokes. Oh, okay, strange. Well, all right, all right, that's cool. I like jokes too. Just want to make sure I, I didn't <laughs> want to leave you out there and I was wrong about something. Dot, dots and get 13K if the patient had... Right, the doctors is getting 13K if you have uh, corona and you get they're getting 40,000 if they put you on a ventilator. Word? Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. Oh. I Don't quote me, but I've heard that even in the scientific, you know... Uh, 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 scientists and doctors I've been listening to, it's like every time you get a vaccination, the doctors get paid for that. Whoa. And then if you get a certain amount, like when you get to uh, a shot number 19 or something, they get more money. These, all these doctors are crooks, right? They take that Hippocratic oath. They're all crooks. They all got mortgages. Uh. So stop thinking they're here to help you. So 13000 this is why people are coming in. I have a cousin that's a doctor. Who, who have the flu, yeah. right? And they're just going, you got COVID. Because they 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 getting them checks, oh. and if they oh you got COVID and you can't breathe, and I put you on the machine, which I heard they're using the machines wrong as well, putting too much pressure on the actual chest. That's another story. We'll get to that soon. Oh, you know what I mean? Thir- yep, yeah, yeah, thirty seven thousand per person. On so this is a this is a money grab. Whoa! This is why some hospitals are flooded and some hospitals is quiet. You know what I mean? Like, like they're not participating in that. You know what I mean? Wow. All right. More questions. More questions. Well, Chinese American uh, celebrities speak out against Chinese harm Africans. No, they will not. No, because they will die. Yeah. And I actually saw a video. I don't know how true it was, but they said it, it, it was um, people. I don't know what country it was in Africa, but then they, they were burning down. Uh, Chinese businesses. Yeah, I forget what part of Africa. Maybe the people in the chat can help me. That'd be dope. Uh, I don't. I'm not even gonna not, uh, love. So I'm not gonna try to pronounce it. love ninety uh, xo. Uh, just thank you. All right. If vaccines are mandatory, can we really decline? I'm not sure. So no. When um you can always decline, but it depends how mandatory they make it. If they say you cannot go to school without this, right? Then or you can't come you to can't work. come to work without this. You then that creates a scenario yeah. which. You know, or you can get you an infrared sauna. Because that's how it used to be with with, with, with the kids' vaccines. With you know, what I'm saying like you could say no, but, but you now, used to have a religious yes, but now uh, that's, back door. Now you can't use that. Can't do that. Can't do that. Oh, the, apparently, um, it was reported that the Hasidic community has been hit like the hardest with Corona. Mm, yeah, that's because they're sleeping with their own cousin. Well, come. On. I mean, uh, just allegedly. Allegedly. You know? So that's why you know. 
damn, sleep with your own cousins. Yeah, that's what's, you have a cousin uncle. That's my uncle daddy cousin. What? That's my uncle daddy cousin. People in the trailer parks. All right, that was in, that was a nice dot. Robert Lewis, thank you. Black dot. What are you origins? What are the origins of whites? You need to pick up the book by Elijah Muhammad. All right, <laughs> message to the black man, and he will give you the origins. So somebody said, do Trump? Uh, does Trump need to fire Fauci? I don't know why Fauci is still there unless Trump has no jurisdiction to fire him. That's what he, it, he's going contrary. Trump is like, Trump said, look, this could be all over in Lowell. And, and Fauci's like, no, this is going to be here forever. It's like they're putting on a freaking frack show. Yeah, literally. A literally uh, freaking frack uh, show. Yeah, we're cutting off everything from the, from the World Health Organization. World Health, well, who was great? I just spoke to him earlier. You right, know what I'm right, saying? It's right, just right. back and forth in front of everybody. Do the Chinese own part of the NBA? Somebody keep, they they keep got talking players about like Steph Curry interviewing with Fauci. Um, I'm not sure, but I do know there are a lot of players who benefit from China. Yes. Like, you know, Chinese people, they buy a lot of NBA uh, paraphernalia so sports. That's so, at the beginning of the year. Right. And this we... might all be connected, crazy as it may seem. Oh, yeah. You got to go back to the beginning. We was going in on China about their personal business. LeBron put his foot in his mouth. How they would, um, because uh, they're getting, there's a lot of protests happening. Right. In Hong Kong. And then how they treating the, the um, I don't know how to pronounce that group of Muslims that are in China. They're getting put in concentration camps. Yes. And we talked about that as well. Grooms, thank you so much. Homeschooling is the best option towards actual freedom. Yo, y'all get to keep or keep doing what y'all doing. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. There's actual um, Harvard Law professor who said that we should ban homeschooling yeah. because she said it's a breeding ground for racism, misogyny. If you let the parents teach, continue to teach. Wait a minute. So if you have a racist parent, right, and I'm allowed, and you're teaching your kid, which they're gonna do anyway. Anyway. So, Parents are the first teachers yeah. of a child. So I thought that was a Unless really... that was her way of saying the state really owns your child. Yeah, I, I and the was... state needs to own your child to correct your child's behavior because you, as a parent, do not know what's best for your child. I thought that. Yeah, I thought that was a really weird. That's excuse, a weird like, backdoor what? statement. She yeah. made. Pause. Um, did you see the Chinese doctors that skin turned brown? Yeah, because of uh, something went wrong with the kidneys. They had so, or the liver. They had like a cure for Corona, uh, but it was turning them into brothers. <laughs> and it was like, God damn, this would like to be a brother. Holy shit. You know. Uh, they actually tried to, um, one of the first. But if um, they don't grow that third leg, then they're not official brothers. <laughs> one of the, because the, apparently there's like 70 uh, possible Corona vaccines that are out being tested. And one of them uh, failed the trials. Yes. the trials already. Um, what else? There's another one. Harold Wills, uh, uh, Williams, I'm thinking the signal is out. If we can't learn something from, uh, let me go back. I mean, I'm a little slow. We can't learn something from the pandemic then that's killing our people. We're doomed. Absolutely. If their people are already lining up to get their hair and nails done at the places that are opening up and it's getting like crazy. But the question is how many black salons are around? How many black nail places are around? It's not that we don't want to support them. This is what I'm hearing from the women in my household. Odyssey's <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck when this shit open. Dad, show me. Show me the black people, Dad. Show me, Dad. Wow, you sell out. Show me, Dad. 
you know. You're a sellout. And uh, so, you know, until you understand, you know, the dynamics of this, you know, but the people are already lining up. You know, I'm so if you learn nothing from this, then you weren't doing enough inward reflecting Bro. on the times that we in. And there is always going to be a portion to get back to turn up. We know that. Bro. It's um, dudes who can't wait to turn up. Somebody said, did y'all see the Sophia Stewart interview with KTL? I, I did not, but I had the pleasure of having dinner with her when the f- story first broke. 15 years ago. Matrix. Yep, yep. Ah. A little older than that. 15 years ago, she came to Brooklyn. Uh, 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 the brother Giovanni uh, Buckner, he, he has a, his name is something else now. Uh, he brought her in, and we all went out to dinner. And the minute I heard her speak, I, I, I knew she wasn't lying. Mm. She was the goddamn oracle. You know what I mean? So, um, yes. So I had the pleasure of, of, of you know, that is, I'm a special kind of guy. I get I gets in. We are get Can somebody send me um videos on this Farrah versus Rizza is I think they keep But I think they had beef before. Farrah and Rizza had did. they had they something did. ongoing for a but while. Apparently he was on somebody's show and went off tonight. Okay, well I don't know about all of that, but they've had their issues, you know, back and forth. And you know, for whatever reason, you know, that's how they choose to get down. I respect them both. You know what I mean? For what their contributions are, what they're trying to do. You know, as an elder, I don't want to get involved. With because uh, I love Young Pharaoh's f- fire and and his his research as as well as RZA and what he stands for and their differences have to get ironed out unless uh, this continues the uh, you know the narrative of us going at each other and we can't go at you know the real enemy. True that. Zoe Williams Manchester, yeah, he had Phil on. Uh, he has a dope show. You know what I mean? So I know. So so Pharaoh was oh, on. Oh, he Zoe was Williams. on Zoe Williams show. Oh, Williams show. okay. So I'm gonna tune into that. He's the one that beat up uh, Aerie Spears. Yeah, yeah, he he duffed so, him out. Yeah, yo, yo. <laughs> he duffed him out. Yo, so Aries Spence, he's been on because I'm seeing people reposting it on Twitter, retweeting it. He's been on Vlad, and a lot of what, he, like, I, I haven't watched any of the interviews, but some of what the titles are it seems like he's doing some cooning. Okay, but he, here's the thing. First of all, like you're not doing... supposed to be on Vlad. No, no, I wasn't. Oh, I was on about... Twitter. Somebody's okay, reposting okay, gotcha. it. So I'm watching it. I got you. Well, you know, no, that's that that's his his his. Yeah. You know, somebody here said, uh, you know, a uh, Islam is a fraud and scam. You know, th- it all comes out in the rent somewhere somehow. Facts. So I never worry about any of that stuff because it's all gonna come out in the rents eventually, especially yeah. in this day and time. Yeah. So if you hustling, you are gonna be put on on, on blast. So don't no worries about that. This is what I mean by vibration and energy. When we raise it, all of the scammers and this and that, they can't even come into your circumference because they haven't reached that level to even move the way you're moving. So I never worry about that. And I'm the kind of guy who will give you an opportunity to show me your hand. Mm. Here's a few dollars or whatever the case may be. Let's see how you move. Oh, I'm so glad. I tell my wife all all the time, man, that was a $50 lesson. I'm glad I learned. You know what I mean? It's stuff like that. So if I give you fifty dollars and then you like, oh damn, son, you know what I'm saying? Then I'm like, wow. Yeah. You wasn't saying that when I gave you the fifty dollars. Should have been a hundred. Should have been a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. Should have definitely been. Should have been a hundred. So you know, all of this stuff. We're in that great time. They're not just revealing people in Hollywood and the pedophile. All rings. around, bro. And this is a reveal. We're in 2020. All around. So if you got a hustle going, we see you. Yeah. We see you. 
You know what I'm saying? But it, it is what it is. Oh, there was uh, 30 uh, alleged pedophiles that were arrested in the DMV area. Whoa. During all of this. Yes. Okay, yeah. See, that's draining the swamp. swamp. Draining the swamp. Somebody said, let's talk about the ET's fit. ET's fit. Um, okay. I, 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 if you're talking about extraterrestrials, they're all over the place now. All you got to do is look up for a little bit. You will see strange things in the sky. I think me and Eli can get a telescope. You know, one of these little... Nerds. Yeah, yeah. We need to start paying attention to the skies. Nerds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts. A little telescope? Yeah, yeah. We can get us a telescope. Yeah. yeah. Eli would like that. Yeah. So, um, Space Fleet, uh, you heard Trump, we're going to build the greatest space force ever. <laughs> we're going to be the leaders in space. Somebody said he's just about as solid as a pillow. That's funny. Oh, who's about solid as a pillow? Who's about as solid as a pillow? <laughs> That's funny, Jermaine Johnson. Shout out to you. That's funny. Um, Yeah, so, uh, you know, we we, we know what's going on out here. And uh, it it is a great time to be alive. And I want to bring this back around. To breathe, bro. To to breathing. And for those who are fighting their battle right now, breathe. Breathe, breathe, breathe. And then when you get home, breathe. And when you get back on your feet, never forget how important it is to breathe. Yes? Yes. All right. All right. Let's take a couple more questions. A couple more questions. I'm going to get up out of here, blood. A couple more questions. Let me see. Let me see. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. Um, I'm disappointed that my fellow black men always wait till it's too late sitting while my white brothers stand up for us. Um, Depends what you call standing up. Right. They, they're really standing up for themselves. Yeah. And um, but we can benefit from that because um, they're fighting the same enemy we're fighting. Don't make this like all black people are on lockdown in their house and white people are not. We're all fighting uh, somebody who's trying to pull the wool over our eyes in the grand scheme of things. And I say that with no disrespect. I'm not saying people are not dying from COVID-19. I don't want to get into that battle. I'm saying there's a greater agenda going on. And if we are going to be docile, which is always what I speak about. If we're going to be docile, remember, they're always taking our temperature so they know where the next move. They got these supercomputers that tell them how to move on their chessboard. And if we're going to be docile and not fight for what we believe in, then there are some who say we don't deserve to have it. You know what I mean? If everybody just came out of their house right now with no mask on and started living their lives like the TVs didn't exist, what do you think would happen? You think humanity will be wiped out by something that's killing people more, less people than the flu, than diabetes, than cancer, than smoking, than kidney failure? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. If a tree falls in the forest and there's nobody there to hear it, doesn't make a sound. Right? You know, you know, uh, they were t- on Fox News um, earlier this week. They were talking about, they, they sent shots at CNN. And they said CNN has turned into a reality TV show. Like, who can get sicker than a TNN anchor? A CNN anchor. It's it's because like now, uh, Chris Cuomo got sick. Right. Somebody caught him outside riding his bike. No, no way. Yeah, when he was supposed to be quarantining, but that's beside the point. Him and like two other two other uh, correspondents. Chris Cuomo came out and said. He needs a new life. He said, I'm tired of what I do. If you remember that, then he backtracked and said, no, I didn't mean my job. Well, what did you mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? But go ahead. So, yeah, it's three of them that got sick. But now, like, if you watch CNN, the stories are surrounding them specifically. Right. Like, you know, how they've been going through. How have you been dealing with this, man? 
you know, but I, I need to report the news to yeah. you. I'm in my basement, staying away from little Johnny. Yep. And uh, so, yeah, this whole thing is it's, reality. It's, yeah, TV. it's like a real big, it's, 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 it's bizarre world, though. So for those who didn't see Out of the Shadows or whatever that's called, it's, it's what we learned 20 years ago, 101, you know, granted, you know, but for a new generation. See, I'm always about perspective. Yeah. I was fortunate enough to sit down with grandmasters who taught all of this in real time, but a new generation needs to get it in their own palatable, uh, you know what I'm saying, yeah. way that they can process the information. So I'm glad something like that is out with white people in it because subconsciously, I'll, you know, you've, yeah. if white people say it, there must be some truth to it. So, you know, we have that aspect. You know what I mean? And so this is what we're dealing with in the grand scheme of things. Let's take two or three more questions. And then we're going to get up out of here, man. We, we appreciate you guys for coming back, for staying with us all oh, night. man. Through the technical difficulties, man. We appreciate you guys. Yeah, I only see 392 likes, but 1,000 people. Wow. That's crazy. That's what y'all think about us. Wow. Y'all hate us that much. Y'all hate us that much. Wow. Okay, hold on. Any questions? We in here. I got so long. Why ice versus black ice concept? White ice versus black ice. All right. I don't know what that means. I'm Me not, not going to lie. I know a spoken word artist named Black Ice. He was fire. <laughs> My lord. Oh, he wasn't. I know. I don't know. Oh, God. He was fire. He was nice. Um, any more questions? I mean, people, ladies and gentlemen. Blame it on YouTube. How long have you guys been in quarantine? Uh, March 15th is when it March 15th. started. I had my gender the day before. That yeah, day. yeah, wasn't that something? We so got it was March that. 16th, March 16th. Yeah, we got that right up under the yep, radar. Yep. Uh, you know, so that's how that went yeah, down. Yeah, I had to do a virtual baby shower. Throw my gift out the car. Bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> hey, catch that. <laughs> yeah, just drive off. I saw some people do that, and I was online. That was cool. One love, fam. Yeah, we're going to be out of here. We appreciate you hanging in and with us. Uh, we love you. Definitely. We want you to breathe. Never uh, take breathing for granted. Breathe fast. Breathe slow. However you want to breathe, just breathe. Just breathe. And don't be appreciated too. Right, just, the same air all the time. Go outside. Breathe. Yeah, I'm, I was. Um, I remember I was in my. Doc, can you talk more about living off the grid, making it without things that we have been so dependent on? Uh, I'm not off the grid. I'm on the grid right now talking to you. Everything I do is on the grid. So off the grid is a whole nother process of resources that you got to have living in the woods, like pedaling the bike, making <laughs> electricity. And then it's Malcolm's time to get out yeah. there and pedal the bike for three hours. And, you know, we got to have aluminum foil on our heads and copper, it, and copper, copper everywhere. in our pockets. <laughs> yeah. So we all on the grid, man. And uh, it, it is what it is. So certain things we can change and certain things we can't. So we're going to have to keep it at that. Do you guys hear Trump saying heat kills the virus? Yeah, yeah. Yes, I'm telling you, I was in my well, crib for I two weeks infrared straight. I was in my crib for mm. two weeks straight. And the first time I went outside, I just went to the roof of my building. Like, it changed my whole yeah. mood, everything. Like, I literally just felt better. Like, yeah. Not, yeah. I felt, I was depressed in my crib. Like, yo, Absolutely. This is, you know what trash. I mean? Like, do they still laugh outside? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Are people still out there? Yep, yep. And get you some, uh, you know, just some uh, EMF protectors around and 
But, you know, let's not disrespect Mother Nature by saying we ain't rocking with her. That's disrespectful. It is. Oh, Rob Mack, coming in under the wire. You are the future of black television. We appreciate you. We appreciate you, man. Not a lot of people know about us, and, and that's good. That's really, we like in the pocket. You know what I mean? And, and and that's a good thing, too, even though we, we know we better than 45,000 subscribers. Come on. You know, we know that. Come on. But as long as the quality of work we put out is to your guys' standard, you see we putting in this effort, that's all that matters. The rest will take care of itself. What do you guys think about? Somebody said, can you, yeah, I can't go on NYC at all. Yeah, you can. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can, you go, can. Out. You can go out. You can go out. It's just nothing is open. Yeah, there's <laughs> nothing to do. It's nothing to do. You people know. go out for jogs, yeah, for, for jog, walks. Yeah, walk. Yeah, of course. We're not... We're not under house arrest, house arrest. You know what I mean? So you can go out. And how would we even enforce that in the city? Like? Right. right. KT said that your sunlight and ground. Right, right. You got to get some sunlight and put your feet on the ground. That's something we don't do no more in these concrete cities. You know what I'm saying? We don't connect with earth by putting our feet on the ground. So you got to get that sunlight and you got to put your feet on the ground. These are absolute facts. Do y'all consider, and not on the concrete. Uh, you got to put it on the grass. Go ahead. Somebody said, do y'all consider Hispanics our brothers? Depends. I do. Yeah, it depends. I'm, I'm working for a new frequency. You love Earth. I love Earth. You respect me. I respect you. Don't uh, again. What you're talking about is old paradigm things. Things that are going to get washed away. I guarantee you. Because to rebuild what we have here, it's going to take people on the same accord. Now, I treat people. I treat. I know most people think I'm a racist. I, I am actually not a racist. I think you're racist. Right, well, first of all, I can't, I, I can't be a racist. I get it. Yeah, don't, don't, don't get into the spiel. I, I know. Spiel. But uh, people think I'm prejudiced. I am not. If you treat me with respect, I treat you with respect. Mm -hmm. Right? It's mm -hmm. just that the system of white supremacy affords other people uh, you know, opportunities that we're not going to discount. When the smoke goes down, I know what side of the fence mm. you're on. But you can say hi to white people. Hey Jim, hey yeah. Bob. My my when I went to college, I had mad white friends. Hey John. Cool. And if we're cool, we're cool. Yeah, they were mad cool. You know what I mean? So there's a and that's a universal thing. Mm -hmm. You respect me, I respect you. I grew up around uh Spanish people my entire life. And never did we ever think like we're better than we was in the trenches. That's what birthed hip hop and all that. I'm talking about in the Bronx. I don't Bronx, know what it's yeah. like in LA. Yeah. In the Bronx, we was in the trenches together. I know, you know, your mom's if I went to your house to eat, she was gonna have papoyo, rice and mm -hmm. beans. You came to my house, you can get some collard greens and fried chicken. That's a cultural thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? We we know what kind of music, you know, cause salsa and hip hop was kind of birthed at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't realize that up in the Bronx. So it, it really all depends. As we move forward, I'm looking at energy, and I want to move to energy. Because uh, there are plenty of white people, you can quote this, who really care about the earth. Who really care about the trees and the water and where this thing is going. You know what I'm saying? Then there are a whole bunch of white people who just hate black people. <laughs> and we, we understand that concept too. So that's where we are with it. Uh, perhaps we're 10, 20, 30 years away from really being able to appreciate that aspect but it is what it is. Talk so, about Islam and Pharaoh. No, I will not. We, we don't know about it. I don't know about <laughs> it's, it. It's happening now. We're just watching. What do you think about J-Lo never acknowledged her African roots? That's on her. She didn't even acknowledge that Ashanti wrote all her songs yeah. and sung all them background vocals that's, on her songs. That, that's on her. She, yeah, she don't acknowledge nothing. You know what I'm saying? It's in vogue for her to, to, to you know, gather the Latinos. That's on her. You know, she needs to know. What her roots are. That's on her. Doc, yeah. Why do you think J-Lo never... Somebody just asked that. 
All right, Doc, do you think J-Lo... Okay, this is over. Yeah. This is over. <laughs> so, guys, thank you guys for joining us. We had a really rocky start when this came on. And, you know... Which I stuck with us. And we did the Chinese voice thing for those who watched it live. But we're going to put this thing in the can and sync this baby up. So when people wake up in the morning, they ain't going to know what the hell we talking about. And that's how it's going to be. And with that being said... I'm Malcolm. I'm Black Dot. This is Urban X. Yeah, log, subscribe. Don't forget to uh uh go to urbanx.nyc for the blog. Subscribe to the blog. Uh, urbanexcellence.com if you want to see some of his. Oh, I put up, we put up, like we said, I put up the classes and I put up about 25 to 30 classic DVDs. For free. For free. That's on urbanexcellence.com. Download that or download the Apple app, the Roku app, the Firestep app. And find Urban Excellence, and you can watch those exclusive things. We're not putting that on YouTube. And I got a ton of other stuff that will never make YouTube. And you want to know how we do what we do, it will all be there for you. And also, don't forget to add us on Instagram and Twitter, UrbanX underscore NYC on both. On both. And Malcolm has a book out, Urban Excellence. That's there. Cop that. That's there. You yes. Know you get some reading done during your quarantine. Yes. And that's it. And we out. Peace. Peace. This podcast is brought to you by Paper. Tutors for all. When students struggle at school, finding a tutor can make a real difference. But tutors are expensive and most families can't afford one. What if that changed? What if tutoring was affordable? What if it was free? What if it was available 24-7 in multiple languages? Now it is. With Paper, schools can offer every single student free 24-7 access to tutoring. Visit paper.co to find out if your child has access to Paper today.